retrospection. This is our catch-up episode where we talk about what's been happening in the past week. For us. Welcome. For the world. This is Tyler. My name's McKay. And we shall get started. Tyler, what have you been playing? Or what have you been doing? Either one. Well, you know, I've been doing a lot of stuff for school. But uh, game-wise, I did play a little Animal Crossing. As expected. And I did play um, a little of the New Super Mario Bros. Yes. We played that one together. I don't remember you being there. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Douchebag. Yeah. Played a little of that. Although I had played it for the Wii U more than I remembered that I had. Yeah, we were talking about that. Um, (laughs) I was talking about my experience first playing the game as well when I got it for the Switch. Um, But I thought it was pretty weird how uh, I was playing through the game and I got like halfway through and I'm like, I still remember these levels from some time. I forgot that... uh, I forgot that I had played so much on the Wii U version. Just <laughs> gone. It's a very memorable <clears throat> experience, as you can tell. So, anyway, still no, still no perfect fruit in my town. And uh, we gotta, I gotta stop being a punk and let you travel to my town. Gotta take all your perfect fruit and plant it. We need more money. <laughs> plant every single piece of fruit we get. Yes. Jeez, man. It'll be four days before we get more instead of three. Why? It takes three days for the tree to grow and the fourth day the oh, fruit yeah. show up. Right. Well, oh, you know. the logistics of Animal Crossing. Well, time travel never hurt anybody. <laughs> Except for freaking weeds, man. Keep it down perfect. Pick the weeds. You better not screw up the weeds. I don't want the weeds screwed up. Right. Weed is bad, okay? Well, everyone says. Not everyone says that. <laughs> no. no. They don't. It's quite quite uh, uh, good for medical use, according to some people. Yeah. And uh, and uh, recreational for others. <laughs> Teach their own. Yeah. But, uh, back to video games. Yes. That's the topic at hand. Uh, anything else you've been doing? No. No? Nah? Well, you know, busy week three exams in school so yeah i've just been lazy <laughs> uh, the fifth grade has been rough for me <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> are you smarter than a fifth grader <laughs> okay um well. for me i've been bouncing around a lot but the biggest thing is just us playing together so that was the most of it playing mario together yes <laughs> So, on to news. Clarification. Um, So, our first point, uh, Bethesda responds to a case where a player accidentally accessed vault number 63. What does that mean? Um, So, you know, in Fallout, all the vaults have different numbers. So, in the case of Fallout 76, the vault you come out of is vault 76. So across the country, Vault Tech built all these vaults in preparation for the nuclear war. 
And that's kind of where all these adventures start is in the different vaults built across the country. So anyway, it's interesting lore. So wait, look into it at some point. He he glitched his way in or hacked his way in or it was a, I think it was a glitch. He was doing a, I didn't write down what mission he was doing, but he ended up in there and he couldn't get out. (laughs) Why would he get banned for a glitch? I understand, like, hacking. but Well, um, it's in light of recent events where people have been glitching into a test vault, the test area, remember? People have glitched into the test area, and you can grab items out of there. The the issue is that you're online, and so it's kind of cheating online. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the guy was like... Please don't ban While he was in there, he took pictures of it, but... He uh, messaged Valve or something. He was just like, please don't ban me. And uh, not Valve, Bethesda. And uh, Bethesda responded. They said, glad to hear you got in and out of the vault in one piece. These vaults are still under construction, but we look forward to sharing more on how they will become part of the game. Wait, they said we're glad you got out? I thought he couldn't get out without their help or something. Well, it probably could have been like... He probably left the game and died or popped whatever. back in somewhere else. I don't know. Well, if he got out on his own, he wouldn't have had to. But the fact that he was there is the thing. Is why they, he was concerned about getting banned. Well, but how would they know unless he he posted? posted. He posted pictures of the. Oh, vault. He, he was just like, "Hey guys, look! What this I happened. Found. Please don't look ban at me." It. <laughs> yeah. So okay. it was part partially like a a bug report i guess you could say it was it was a post on reddit so he, he had to post it like a bug report so he didn't get banned yeah <laughs> anyway um thought that was pretty interesting but uh i just like to point out for the record that it's not my fault that i said that valve okay oh i said valve you wrote it i wrote it did i no, it says vault there. I wrote it before and fixed it. Politely asked Valve not to ban them. Oh, hey, yeah. I did write that. But it's not Valve. Okay. Excellent reporting. Uh, on news of Fallout 76, um, <laughs> in more light of what we said last week about copies being uh, given away with controllers, in Germany, I'm assuming GameStop as well as last week, but uh, things seem to happen in Germany a lot. They're also pairing the game with hard drives now. Two terabyte ones, I think. Um, they're being sold for $89.50. Uh, rough translation from, you know, through the economy, American dollars and stuff. Whatever Germany's currency is. But uh, in the U.S., the same hard drive is worth $89.86. So, uh, Essentially, it's the same price. They're paying you... To take the game. Uh, roughly 30 cents to take the game off their hands. <laughs> <laughs> That's how bad these sales are right now. Um, <laughs> well, they don't want to dig a they don't want to dig a pit in uh, Arizona and dump it with all the uh, the uh, key yeah. games. <laughs> I I really think at this point the best thing they can do is just be good about the game and not screw it up more. That's the only way they're going to sell more copies is if word of mouth becomes good 
but I really don't think that's going to end up happening. So well, they can make it really, really good. It's beyond the point of of getting back to what it could have been. Essentially, oh, for sure. <laughs> it's I mean, essentially, its reputation is damaged beyond repair. They can help it, but they're not going to be able to totally reverse it. Yeah. <laughs> Fallout seventy six, man, it just keeps coming back more and more. But uh, this last, the first part was good. Um, good communication there. Um, for those of you interested in Apex Legends, uh, it's a game I want to get into, but I'm too lazy because I won't be able to run it on my computer, and I don't want to hook up the Xbox One. Oh frick! I got a text message. Um, and it's on like everything but the Switch, right? And uh, no, it might be on the PS4. I don't think it's cross-platform though, so so pointless. <laughs> what do you say? Ah, frick! Stupid phone. Barney, recording soon. We could do two TikToks still. Right. Do we want to start the news over? Do it with him? Or what do you think? I don't know. My wife was hoping I would not take too much longer, I think. Okay. But... We'll cut this part out. <laughs> um, so, Apex Legends is supposedly getting a duos and a solo mode... And uh, this was found out through data miners. Those guys are our friends. <laughs> they help us out a lot. Um, but they found uh, pieces of code labeled as two-man squads and solo mode. So that's interesting. I did not know that it was only uh, three-player groups. You know... I mean, I'm sure you can play in a group by yourself, but you're faced up against groups of three people. <laughs> so there's a disadvantage there. Being a programmer that works at a software company, I can't help but think that that we have to point out that sometimes just because there is something labeled in code like that doesn't necessarily mean something. Well, of course. it's Take it with a grain of salt, for te sure. Technically, they could have had an original plan to code that, then they could have scrapped it, kind of removed all links to that, but not actually removed it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but it's probably not that likely. They probably made the game pretty quick and everything they put in it was probably quite intentional. But Yeah, well, it, I mean, it makes sense, but... We'll see. We will see. I uh I won't really want to look into that game, but um on the note of Apex Legends, uh this is just something cool I saw throughout the week, but uh there's this one-armed Apex Legends player who got his first win, and it's just really interesting to watch. So we will show a clip of this real quick and talk about it right after. He is playing with his foot. So, <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. It's 
nuts. So he was the one who got this final kill. This will keep looping if I don't stop it. So, um, Dang. But isn't that nuts? He, so he's holding the controller with his left hand. So he can move with his left hand, but he has to look. He like stretches his fingers across to the two joysticks, and he looks with his one finger and his thumb. Okay. On both of the joysticks, and he holds the other side of the controller with his foot. It looked like he was hitting the R buttons with, with his, his toes. Foot, with his toes. Yeah, so like he's hitting the shoulder buttons with his toes, and then he's stretching his hand across <laughs> to hit the D pad and the two joysticks at the same time. And so, uh, if you thought you were ever any good at anything, <laughs> you're think, not. Think again, because <laughs> <laughs> you can't top that. Call, <laughs> yeah, but. <laughs> Uh, that just crazy and it's fun to see like how creative people get with their play styles and the fact like if you suck there's no excuse but (laughs) i uh, i don't know it's always fun to see that kind of stuff but uh this next one is uh interesting (laughs) so for all of you uh, 3d platformer fans GameStop in, once again, Germany. (laughs) Freaking Germany, man. I don't know what's going on there, but they have listed Spyro as a game coming for the Switch, possibly August 16th. We don't know if that's a placeholder, but that would be really cool if it came out. I'd be a very happy soul. Yeah, I I would like that. A lot of people hold this game higher than the Crash remake. Um... Which well, makes me excited because because they they did pretty good on that, but the and I think we mentioned in our in last week's TikTok how um, good it looked for its time on the PS One. The oh yeah yeah yeah. So yeah, it was a good looking game and it played well. I remember playing it as a kid. It was great stuff. Oh yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm excited. It looks if you look at footage of it, it's obviously not going to look the same. On the Switch, but if they get it to uh, proportionally same as Crash did, then it'll look great anyways. Yeah. So. Fingers crossed. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> um, this next bit of news, right before the Direct on Wednesday, I think the day before, the SNES data was removed from the NES Online app from the Switch. So this had a lot of people freaking out. They were like, oh, SNES app coming in the direct tomorrow. <laughs> it didn't happen, but... <laughs> they removed it because they're like stupid data miners. Yeah. That was a complete accident. You're not getting this for years. That was... Oh, God. Please don't <laughs> tell me that. I don't want that. Um, but it was interesting. You know, a little bit of excitement that was dashed away, but then replaced with Mario uh, Maker. So... I mean, in hindsight, I mean, they Nintendo can dash our hopes and dreams as much as they want, but nothing will ever be worse than the E3 when they revealed the Wii U. <laughs> oh, such a confusing time. I thought, well, this is the end of Nintendo. <laughs> I don't know why. It, it, why I thought that at the time. Because even now, I think it's not the worst idea, but... 
No. It, for some reason at the time, I was like, this is horrible. This it had a lot stupid. of good ground, but I think people were just over the gimmick of motion controls. And to see a gamepad with a screen on to it was it, like, another giant, please. Another giant gimmick. <laughs> it was like, oh my gosh, just give me a normal controller. <laughs> like Nobody's going to play with that sitting on the floor so they can see their the ball they're going to putt. <laughs> That's a terrible idea. Anyway, you can step on it. Um this next one, a gamer who sold cheat software for GTA 5 owes $150,000 to uh, it's either Take-Two or whatever company that filed the lawsuit. But <laughs> um, according to the article I've read, this is the maximum that law will allow for this kind of case, I guess. And the guy also owes $66,868 in attorney fees. <laughs> so guys, cheating is fine on a multiplayer game, but if or a single player game, excuse me, <laughs> no. Um, it's fine on a single player game, but you could face some serious trouble if you do it on a game with micro microtransactions. Oh. Reminds me of my early days of need for speed world man i just really wanted to get ahead in that game and it, that game was stupid though it's yeah. pretty stupid well um hopefully you know everyone that loves cheating online will donate some money to him <laughs> <laughs> he starts a patron <laughs> go fund me to... <laughs> although i would take a wild guess that most online advocates aren't too fond of cheaters <laughs> no um i'm one of those like that just sucks man i it's entertaining sometimes when people are just screwing around with your game right but uh but to get but ahead using like cheats counter-strike games aimbots uh, like yeah what's the fun in that really guys <laughs> Nothing, nothing. No. Like, leave that kind of crap to single-player games. <laughs> um, so, Sony released a statement saying they were open for business in the cross-platform department, but uh, there's some small devs who don't agree, and one <laughs> of them is Chucklefish, who made Stardew Valley and Warframe? Wargroove, sorry. Wargroove. Warframe's a completely different game. Wargroove, which was recently released less than a month ago. Um, and Finn Bryce, who's the CEO of Chucklefish, released a statement. They said, We made many requests for crossplay, both through our account manager and directly with our higher-ups, all the way up until the release month. We were told in no uncertain terms that it was not going to happen. From our side, we can literally toggle a switch and have it working. Of course, policy work might be more complicated for Sony. Just wanted to provide some balance on the issue and say that it certainly isn't a question of developers not having contacted their account managers or having dropped the ball. We were told no. Oh, Sony. You you can't you can't get away with lying to people. You can't just say, <laughs> We're allowing crossplay and then telling all the developers no behind closed doors. <laughs> Where this is that's like even if you were to do something like this in the 90s, like try to keep things contained, like 
even back then people found out stuff. Now developers can just release a statement on the fly. Twitter, man. And just be like, hey, so this bullshit is happening. <laughs> <laughs> you you can't do this kind of stuff. And maybe there's a communication problem at Sony. Who knows? But I'd highly doubt it with how they've been for the past two years or so. It's interesting. <laughs> I mean, maybe they come out and they're like, we're open for business and crossplay. And all the workers that have been denying are like, oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah, like, who knows? I don't, I don't know the exact day that they released the statement, but... <laughs> But yeah, that's that's kind of ridiculous. And no uncertain terms they were told no. So. <laughs> Pretty firmly. It doesn't sound open for business. No. That and again, just to like sneak a peek back into this debate, it's not helping them at all. Like like, yeah, we talked about this. This game doesn't even have microtransactions in it. They have nothing to lose from letting people cross-play. And they'd be inviting more people, if anything, <laughs> to buy it on their platform. Really, there's, there's like, no negative to cross-play, I feel like, to let third parties cross-play on your console. Yeah. like Your console survives from its... Um, first party games anyways and really they're just kind of alienating themselves they're they're alienating themselves from their consumers so people like them a little less because they're acting like this so that kind of whether it's conscious or unconscious is going to cause some people to be like i don't like sony so i'm not going to buy their console no oh, yeah because they're like you take a look you're like you know i'd really like to play this game with my friends but I can't do that if I have a PlayStation 4. Or, hey, the only way it helps them is they're like, my friend has a PS4 and I want to play with him. Maybe I'll get a PS4. But that's, that's a tiny percentage of people <laughs> that would do that. And let's be honest. At this current time, it's more likely going to cause the friend that has a PS4 to buy a Switch or something. Yeah. <laughs> It's just funny to me, and maybe they think they can push around smaller developers, but they don't realize, like, even if a developer doesn't have the high name to them, they don't have, like, I don't, the backlog or whatever you call it. Like, right. uh, it, it doesn't mean they're not a popular... Chucklefish is way popular war groove is selling like nuts it's been number one on the eShop for the switch since it released the whole time number one <laughs> <laughs> so selling better than triple a games including nintendo's so <laughs> yeah it's ridiculous you're making a mistake <laughs> like, even the even a company that's not that big is gonna have a game that's popular or whatever. When they come out and say this comment, people are going to look at Sony and be like, like, we don't trust you. <laughs> yeah. And like, it's just the same amount of like salt you can detect in this statement from Finn Bryce. Like that's how developers see it. They're like, this is bullshit. You're telling your consumers <laughs> you're open for business and you're telling the, the developers that those consumers like those consumers want to be able to crossplay with 
No. So, <sighs> I don't get it. But, great fun. Continue on, Sony. Dig your own grave, Sony. <laughs> They're the ones releasing statements about how the, <laughs> the console industry is going downhill, so maybe they don't care anymore. <laughs> well, okay. It's probably inarguable that Sony's been a little bit ahead of Xbox. Oh, for years. sure. They're miles ahead on but, sales for but, this past generation. But with this with this whole crossplay thing since it started it seems like more and more people are like they have a higher regard for xbox oh yeah almost. their pr has been great and the thing about it is microsoft's starting to pull nintendo like moves where they're starting to go in their own direction you know with the talk of like xbox live on everything we're gonna make a game streaming service play our games anywhere you freaking want we don't care just play our games <laughs> they're starting to go in their How own is that like nintendo nintendo's like play our games on our system well and sony line. always does their own thing they look at the competition and they're like yeah we're gonna do this over here well the thing that they're doing is playing nice with other people Nintendo's yeah. almost always done that, although some of their consoles have made it difficult for developers. And yeah, but they've had a struggle there. But but as far as working with developers, they've always had their doors like wide open to all kinds of stuff. I think Xbox is starting to do that more, and Sony is alienating themselves. Well, with that, I don't know what happened. Okay, so our video cut out, but that was the end of our episode. So we're going to show the logo here and uh, call it quits. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for tuning in with us. Um, if you have anything to add to this conversation, um, use the hashtag RetrospectionGaming on any social site. We'll see it. And uh, Or comments, you know, below yeah. this video. Or That's probably the easiest way. Um, but yeah, don't forget to... Thank your favorite developer. Tell them something new that you liked about a game that they made. <laughs> um, spread a little bit of joy in those developers' lives because they have a tough work cycle. So with that, we will see you next time. Good day. Bye.